Do you think that you could be more successful using those skills, the same thing that you just talked about for dating, would actually have a better result in finding not love, but peace? For sure. If we could hold a mirror up to all these people and say, okay, what is your wish list um, for how this peace process is going to work? And then we tell both sides, okay, you can't have more than five things. You each get five <laughs> things oh and then we will negotiate it. I and can't then even imagine what that I wish that, like. that we could do it like that. This is the Mideast Peace Podcast. You are listening to Molly Livingstone. I'm the host in Jerusalem and Alex Giles in England. You are going to sit this one out. This is going to be girl talk a little bit. I have with me Jessica Fass of Fast Pass to Love, a matchmaker. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Molly. So you are in Israel right now and you are a matchmaker. So define matchmaker for us in 2017. What does that look like? So professional matchmaking, it's funny because you take the sexiness out of it a little bit because it is like being a headhunter recruiter for your love life. And you can come to us with um, your list of criteria for your ideal marriage partner. And we are doing our best to fulfill this list, but we also hold a mirror up to you and try to get you to be more realistic and not have more than four or five must-haves on this list because more than that is probably what's keeping you single. So we do a little bit of a reality check and then we take you on a journey of a makeover, self-discovery. We send you to relationship coaches or therapists, um, whatever we see fit. Um, sometimes they're the same thing. It's a therapist doing coaching. <laughs> we send you for professional photography. We send you with a professional fashion stylist or to get your hair redone, makeover. Your hair did. Yeah, yeah if, uh, maybe you need a makeover um, with makeup artist. Whatever you need to be the best version of yourself because that's how you can attract your ideal partners when you're the best version of yourself. So it's a process. It's not just like, here's someone on a silver platter for you. Or and swipe right. Yeah, yeah, and it's not also the old-fashioned to next door thing, although I put that on my card to be cute. But it's not just a woman, you know, matchmaking for fun, for a hobby. Um, like, oh, I know a guy for you. I know my grandson, my cousin. This is um, the real deal. This is, we have to search and recruit these people for you. Whether we use social media, we go to events on your behalf, we see your type across the room and we go over and hit on them for you. It's for busy professionals that are too busy with work and their their social and family obligations and they, they just don't want to go home at night and then swipe and have to start a conversation online. They want the hard work done for them, the so, screening. So people are probably listening to this and go, what the hell? Am I on the right podcast right now? <laughs> Why is she talking about dating and matchmaking? This is a satirical online magazine. And the reason is, as weird as this sounds, I've always wondered if the peace process could actually be solved more by couples counseling and dating and this kind of advice that you're talking about, life coaches and putting up the right profile and finding mm -hmm. the right people. So do you think that you could be more successful than uh, what's his face? Kushner at this point, <laughs> John Kerry was, Hillary Clinton, Condoleezza Poo Poo. Do you think that using those skills, the same thing that you just talked about for dating would actually have a better result in finding not love, but peace? For sure. If we could hold a mirror up to all these people and say, okay, what is your wish list um, for how this peace process is going to work? And then we tell both sides, okay, you can't have more than five things. You each get five <laughs> things oh and then we will negotiate it. I and can't then even imagine what I that wish that, like. that we could do it like that. I still, even with my clients though, sometimes I'm fighting with them on like which wish list item to take off. So I'm sure we'd have to fight, yeah. you know, also about which thing they're going to compromise on. But the difference is, is that the two sides are not, are not looking to have a union. As, well, they, they claim not? that they're looking to have a union. 
union. Yeah, I they think have to actually, be really committed. You can't just say that we want the union. But isn't that what this has always yeah. <laughs> been about? Is being totally committed. I mean, this idea to the peace process. Yes, yes. That's true. We and living that. side by side, however that's going to look, mm-hmm. whether it's a two state or one state. The idea is that both these sides come together. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Oslo Accords, you know when it was Rabin and Arafat shaking hands. I mean, that was like first base, right? That's true. That's true. So, in your opinion, if we're looking at today and the players today here in the Middle East, especially here in Israel, if you have Bibi and you have Abu Mazen, those are the two guys you're mm-hmm. trying to set up here. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Bibi, do you have for the Prime Minister of Israel any recommendations, any makeovers, any how to speak? <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, come to this, guys. It's come to this. Well, it's it's hard because I don't usually talk. He's about a nebuch. You're gonna use all the Jewish Yiddish terms. I know you he don't wants what he he wants what he wants. And so some he's people, the guy that has the list. Yeah, I think his list is more like it has to be my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. But I'm but I'm supportive of him. So it's like I know, and I don't want to say my own politics too much, but. But yeah, I do believe he has the bigger laundry list. Oh my God, I didn't think that's what you were going to say. Yeah. (laughs) And he seems like a bit, a little less willing to compromise. But then also their side has to like stop throwing bombs every time they don't get their way. Mm. So it's hard to compare (laughs) dating to uh, the peace process, I think. You say that, but I don't see it like that. No, I think. Okay, so what do you think? And by the way, I think the next peace process, especially if Donald Trump has anything to do with this process, is going to be via text not on some document. Yeah, so it'll probably be through Twitter. Twitter, like declaration. I don't know. I think that when you're dating, if there's this idea of first getting to know each other, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And core values. Yes. Okay? And the only way I believe that it really works is when we just get to know each other as you and I as human beings. Okay, I've had on the show a couple weeks ago a Palestinian refugee. Mm. On paper, we are not at all similar. Mm -hmm. But actually, if you get us together, and we did, we are talking and we're joking and Mm. how you post things on Facebook or just... You're more similar than different. Yeah, And you were were judging. But I mean, in the core values of their teaching, like, I mean, Mm. doesn't it say to hate and kill and destroy Jews? I don't know. If that is in there, then like that's a core value that you can never get over. But some people don't interpret it like some people interpret it like that and some people don't. I mean, Abu Mazen, if you're taking him for the man that you'll be dating. Yes. Baby, okay. Supposedly, that isn't something that he believes He says in he now. doesn't. Mm. Right. You know, he'll call Israel, Israel and not an occupier or mm. whatever it is. So if you get these guys, if you get them, let's say on their first date, okay, what would you tell <laughs> both of them if you were advising them? How are we going to make this work? If it was a date? Because I do believe there's a lot of potential through the same dating advice that you would give a couple mm. to have a successful marriage. I think this is a marriage. At the end of the day, this is a marriage. If you talk about Brexit as a divorce mm. in Europe, then I think the peace process is a marriage here with Israel mm. and Palestine is, coming true. together. So what would be your advice? Like I said, first of all, they both would have to come with a common value. Like, okay, the Jewish people deserve to exist. They have a right to exist. We don't We don't want... And they're not... Tr- How <laughs> is my baby pooping on that oh, idea gosh, in the background? Oh, gosh, the baby <laughs> pooped during that, that. I think that is a perfect <laughs> accent to it, actually. She's obviously pro-Palestinian. So as, yeah. long, as long as they like first said, okay, we agree that the Jewish people have a right to exist and this is their homeland. Okay, and then we also believe that the Palestinians have a right to be here. They have to agree on that, that they both have a right to be here. Yeah. And then they would have to agree like, okay, what are actually going to be 
the borders and stick to it because we keep changing it. And then BB keeps going and like occupying their territory. And so he'd have to stop <laughs> doing that. You know, it's like um, saying that I don't want uh, my partner to have soy milk in their coffee or something like, no, you have to be okay with that. We have to get past that so that we can get to like the next thing. So you'd have to like stick with what your ideas of the borders are like both sides. Don't throw bombs when you don't get your way. Just like, <laughs> you know, the girlfriend shouldn't throw dishes, you know, at, the, at, at her husband when she's angry. And then if somebody violates that and someone does start throwing bombs again or a stabbing attacks or whatever, we always retaliate, right? When there's like a stabbing attack here, then maybe we retaliate with something there. We have to just stop. Uh, we can't just That's say the couple because fighting. I, yeah, That's the, the yeah. screaming matches. You don't win anything if you way. like hit if you do violence with violence. So we have to say don't resort to violence to do anything. Use your words. <laughs> and we got to get rid of the violence. I mean, so I would take it a step further. People laugh at me when I say this. I've always thought of this app, Sex It Out. Uh, what, this is an app? Sex this is my oh, pretend oh. app. Oh, oh, pretend app. Sex It Out. Like so, cut it out? Okay. Or, well, yeah, I yeah. hope you don't do that in this, but you could if that's your thing. The idea is that we have to find common ground and a lot of time opposites attract. And so I just think that if people had sex from the opposite teams a lot uh, more, we might be okay. We might get there. Uh, if Palestinians and Jews dated. Or whatever, or Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, like too, finding Finding those opposites where you're so virally against each other when it comes to, I don't agree with this, I don't agree with that, but somehow you put it in a bedroom. Mm. And I'm not saying that Bibi and Abu Mazen should do that. <laughs> but I'm not sure it would hurt. But I do think that there's these values. And I honestly think while you're here in Israel, if you've ever thought about approaching them and being like, listen, you need some sex date therapist, a date coach, that a relationship coach. But I think those things are all relevant. Am I just talking out of my butt right now? No, it's, it's, I wish, I wish. Do you think you could do a better job? I, I really think that these kinds if of people. If they would listen to me, I'd love to get in front of them and help them cut down their wish list I think and they, put a mirror in front of them. I mean, who is Kushner compared to you? Like what's his, <laughs> what's his resume got to do with it? He He's hasn't over... made six marriages plus two steady relationships that are knock on wood leading to marriage soon. And no. you deal with like probably. I've matched Israel and Australia. I've matched. Exactly. But... Just the fact that you can match Jews with their like lists and their yes. like expectations. I feel like that qualifies That's true. you. you see, That's there true. You are. If people seriously want to find you as a matchmaker. Can you plug yourself? And oh, let them thank know you. How? Sure, Molly. <laughs> it's fastpasstolove.com. I get the name from the Disneyland Fast Pass where you cut the line to go on the ride. So you cut the line to work with me to find your soulmate. So instead of Fast Pass, it's Fast Pass, my last name. F-A-S-S-P-A-S-S-T-O-L-O-V-E.com. Fastpasstolove.com. Also on Facebook, Fast Pass to Love. And I'm just going to add one more thing here for my credibility's sake. A lot of the times nowadays, entrepreneurs who have done very well, one of the best tips they give people is to never ask the mentor in your own business, but to bring a chef to the table if you're working on a new startup. And oh, my baby's like screaming. She's very against this idea. But it is true. So I think to add value to what I've said, that you should really start thinking about the coaching of dating as something beyond that. And perhaps here with the Middle East, I believe you could bring peace one date at a time. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> to you, not to the baby. That's another episode of the Mideast Beast podcast. Of course, you can find us online at themideastbeast.com. You can find us on Facebook, The Mideast Beast. Find us on Twitter, 
follow us at Mideast Beasties. Scott Kahn, our editor and producer, he's had to listen through so much crap, I'm telling you. But I think he agrees with me on this. It doesn't matter because he doesn't get to have an opinion. It's just me. Alex, what did you think? We'll talk about this later. And of course, our audience, you can share and subscribe on iTunes. That's where you can find us on SoundCloud too. This is another fantastic episode of The Mid-East Beast.